Ladies, gentlemen, this is the Masters of Nonsense. I'm Rambling Rob. I'm Majestic Mike. And I'm Mystic Matt. Remix! New shit, new shit. So if you had a title, like let's say you got a book publishing deal, right? Okay. And it was about your love life. What would you title it? Well, that's already taken. Uh, a series of unfortunate events. <laughs> I thought it was going to be Road Not Taken. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Um, I don't know. I mean... Would you summarize this book for us? How would I summarize this? Yeah. <laughs> A guy that's just a little unlucky in love. <laughs> that's what's interesting. And all the shenanigans that go through it with them. The people who do know you, they have this. Some of them have this preconception that you don't like have any. Is this getting into like my love life here? <laughs> I mean, just between Rob me. and I, we do kind of look like Adam Carolla and Doctor Drew. So this could be yeah. like the Mad Men's <laughs> love life. <laughs> yeah, Doctor Drew had the uh, monotone voice. Yeah, I got Adam Carolla like the asshole, yeah. you know. So let's play the asshole. <laughs> so Rob, let's love. What is it, Love Line or Love Life? It was Love Line, right? Love Line, love line yeah. Let's do the. We'll mad- call it Love Life. This, so there's let's an amateur the love, love Life. Yeah. So how do we do this? Let's let's hear the first story of you falling in love. The first story of me falling in love. We have to go. Oh, back. wasn't it that, that was like in grade school, right? Yeah, we have to go back. and We have a little music. <laughs> Way back to fourth grade, and my first love was Kristen O'Connor. So this is like 1992? Yeah, 91, 19, 92. this is 92, 93. Okay. So this is like right before I went to California. And f- How old was Kristen? She was the same age. She was okay. in my class. She, okay. she never went to the school before fourth grade. She just appeared in fourth grade. And the thing that was insane about it was that she lived across the street from me. Like it just happened to be like one day my uh, mom was driving like me home. Mm-hmm. And I'm in my school clothes still and stuff. And she's outside with, like, all her friends. And I was so embarrassed. I was like, oh, my God, that's Kristen O'Connor. And then, you know, I, I like, never talked to her. I never talked to her. And then there was one time when it was snowing. And I was, like, playing with, like, toys outside. And her and her friend were outside. And I just went over and I started talking to them. And then she said to me, she's like, oh, well, I have a parrot. Uh, I want to, you know, you want to see it? I was like, oh, my God goes like into her house like i was like on this like shocked the shit out of me i was like what did you think parrot meant too was that did you think it was going to be a bird or did you think something else no i thought it was going to be a giant parrot you know the way (laughs) she explained it (laughs) basically she had one of those big cages like you know mike has with the goose there that's the bird not not a goose not a goose (laughs) but the name of the bird is goose so I go down. It was kind of deep, too. And, you know, when you're a little kid, everything seems, like, bigger. So I walk down the stairs, and I get there, and I look at the bird. I'm like, oh, wow, it's a big bird. <laughs> was it a big bird? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a jo- it was her dad in a freaking big bird outfit, a butcher knife. And a ciggy. <laughs> the fuck are you doing here, kid? But <laughs> you had a frog there. Hey, hold there. <laughs> No, oh, so, wasn't the frog named Roberto? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we're standing there, we're talking and stuff, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I hear, Matt? Matt? Like that, and I look up, and the silhouette of my mom is there. 
Oh, I thought it was going to be the bird talking. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. I was like, oh, mom. And she's like, Matt, you scared me. You didn't tell me where you went. Because, like, I just walked off. And, you know, my mom... <laughs> What is this, like a siren's call? You just start blindly walking across the street? No, I was talking to them, and I didn't say anything to my mom that I was going across the street, you know, because we had a huge front yard. It was a, like a double lot, so it was gigantic. So I always played in the front yard instead of the backyard. So my mom looked out, and I was not there. So she freaked out, and I was like, Mom! Like, you know, I was getting all upset because after that, um, I was so embarrassed, I like, couldn't talk to her. I talked to her a couple of times after that, and then just after, and then, like, you know, my roommate, Pete, he's always saying that that's my, like, long-lost love, that I got to find her, but I ain't have, finding her. Have you ever tried Rain reaching out? What? Have you ever tried reaching out? I don't even know where. Was she the she... one that we found on MySpace way back when, or Facebook, that was taking that picture with the turtle, the guy in the turtle outfit, or is that oh, someone completely? Different? I think that's someone completely okay. different. If that was her, I would have been shocked, you know. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was uh, that's the girl who got away. So do you feel like you're it still... was like the Winnie Cooper, just not never dated or anything? So would you say you're you're chasing Kristen? Yeah, I guess I'm chasing Kristen. Chasing Kristen. Yeah, just like chasing Amy. Is that what you're trying to get at, Mike? I was trying. I have the roommate that, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, no, let's not go there. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that was uh, that was the first girl I ever uh, really wanted to date. So what's it like to be on these different social media dating sites and it sucks. apps? The only thing I find that's actually kind of fun is the uh, speed dating. Because speed dating, you can actually meet the person for a couple of minutes. And yeah, it, you don't get to know them that well, but it's right. nice because it breaks the ice of actually being in front, you know, human contact. Like, so holy like, shit, you're in front of me, you know? So does it make it, because you know how, I mean, it's been a while since I tried to date, but, you know, you try to get conversations started and something like topical, the weather, something like that. What type of questions, do they give you questions? No, speed they dating? don't. So, so you just go in cold then? Go in super cold. Yeah, and sometimes they'll have a little, like, gimmick. So one time it was uh, people with tattoos. But that always goes south because half the girls there didn't even want to be. You could totally tell they were friends of the person that was throwing it. So yeah. it kind of sucked because you know you know that you weren't going to get any of these girls. You know. So what's your you? What's your opening line? Oh God! I mean, you know, I always say hey or whatever. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just like so. So what? Like you know, why? How come you pick this or whatever? They'll ask a question. Most of the time, I'll be like, oh, do you live around here or What's whatever. What's the best question they ever asked you? Do best you always qu- start or does it change up? No, it changes up because anybody can ask whatever, you know. It's just you just start talking to the person. But it's hard because you're going from one person to the next person to the next person. And the one time I did like a 30-person 30, 30 one, that's a pain in the ass because you're talking for three minutes with somebody. You're actually finally – Breaking the ice where you're having a, like, a little bit of a flow. And then flow. it's like 25 people later. And then yeah, and it, all yeah. of a sudden it's like, oh, God, i got to say the same thing. And then, you know, you say your job. So I try to, like, cut the job part out. Yeah. Or I'll just kind of say, like, quickly what I am. But I'm like, yeah, but, you know, no one likes their job anyway or whatever. Right. And then they'll be like, well, I actually love my job. But, uh, <laughs> no, that never Conversation's happened. over. Yeah, some, like, the best things to ask, I mean, to talk about. Well, what's the best thing that you've been asked? I don't remember. You know, honestly, I do so many of them, and you know I can't even remember what I ate this morning, so I'm not going to remember that. Do you spend the full three minutes talking yourself? No. 
No, there's girls that talk. Usually it's a back and forth. Cause, and that's the problem, though. When It's weird when it gets starts getting awkward and quiet, and you know they have nothing to say. So you just throw out whatever the fuck comes to your head. Do they have a no cell phone rule where you can't like pull out your cell phone and talk no. while you're talking? No, you can't pull out your cell phone. That's like the rudest thing in the world. No, I know that, but I'm just saying because like, you, know, you have a certain amount of time with this person. I'm just wondering if you have that experience where you're sitting there and then a like a girl just pulls out her phone and just starts talking. Oh, no, no, or no, Or just, no. like, starts looking at the phone. No, I had awkward... There was one girl who we did the same... Thing is, there's this one company that would always, you know, call me to kind of fill in if they had no one else. So I got it in for free, and they're always like, oh, don't tell anybody. Well, that's why I won't name the uh, the name of the company, but the thing You're is, I went, I went to... What's that? <laughs> Yeah, I'll get like the text like, "Hey, you free tonight? You can come down here." And you so, know. if we went through your wallet right now, would we see like the preferred customer card or something? Yeah, basically for that company. <laughs> yeah, it's but... on your key ring. <laughs> <laughs> I just swipe it. I, it. I get the benefits. You know, no, uh, there's this one girl that. It... <laughs> I was sorry. I was thinking. Like in Deuce Bigelow, where the guy keeps pulling his dick out. The what? detective guy. He, oh yeah, he's like, just look at it, look at but it. Like it is a end, pencil. The end of the movie where like he does it, but he but he opens his wallet and has a like fucking badge. <laughs> I don't even remember that. I don't know why. So you go up, you like. <laughs> well, my preferred car. That's what it's called. Too. No, there was this one girl who was. She was at three of them in a row, and it sucked. And she was like so... So you talked to her at all three of them? Yeah, well, that's the thing. You have to sit with this person. And the thing is, she would... She probably remembered me, and I remembered her. Because it was, you know, these were kind of like long... It was, you know, a few months apart. But it was the most awkward shit, because you could tell, like, we had nothing in common. She was really being <laughs> kind of like... She was just being kind of like an asshole. Like, she would just, like, not say anything. And I was just trying to keep up a conversation just to, like, not make it super awkward for three minutes. Okay, I am morbidly obsessed with awkward social s- situations and interactions. Please walk me through the second time you talked to her. <laughs> <laughs> well, the second time I talked to her, I saw her, and I was like, oh, shit. And I sat down, and I was like, oh, hey, you know, what's your name, blah, blah, blah. And then the only thing I can get people on sometimes, like, I asked her about her job or whatever, and then I asked her about, um, like, about traveling, like, to you, because, you know, that's a big topic to ask somebody, like, tra- you know, where yeah. you've traveled or so. And, or, like, what do you do in the city and stuff like that. And it was just kind of, you know, she'd say one thing, and then it would just get quiet. <laughs> and then it was like, oh, this is really awkward. And I'd be like, um... Yeah, so uh, so what else do you like to do in the city? And th- oh, that's the most awkward shit when you ask the same question because it's like you say, so what do you like to do, right? They're like, oh, I don't, you know, I don't know. I like to watch movies, I like to watch TV shows. And then the thing is, you get so nervous because they're not giving anything to talk about, so you say the same thing. So I'm like, yeah, I like movies. Uh, I like to work out. So then I'll always, like, throw the writing in, and that kind of, like, you know, throws everybody for a loop. It's like, oh, that's cool. Like, what do you write about? And then I'm like, I get embarrassed about what I write about. So I'm like, short stories. I'm like, yeah, they kind of, like, you know, there's kind of, like, you know, the Twilight Zone-ish twists and stuff like that. They're like, oh, cool. So what's one of them about? That was the best one. And girl's like, all right, 30 seconds. Tell me about your story. And so I gave her the one down. did you pull out of your ass? No, 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 no. I actually pulled out one, and I went out on a couple of dates with her, but... No, you know, it fizzled out. Did you say, oh, I only need three seconds. I ended up being the killer in the end. <laughs> <laughs> that would be messed up. Or you should say, like, so if I held a gun to your head right now, like, what would you do? You're like, I don't know. And then you pull out a gun. <laughs> <laughs> 
So what are you going to do? Everybody's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Actually, the easiest thing at the speed dating events is if people stay after, because now since you already broke the ice and they're hanging out at the bar, mm-hmm. you just to go up and start talking. And then, you know, and then yeah. you can just kind of be like, oh, man, this was an awkward, you know, this was an awkward situation, huh? Yeah, but that must be a fucking sausage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's totally. I mean, it's kind of creepy because you see like four guys around. The best is the guy who always stands in back with the, the drink. Like he's standing there with his hand in his pocket, and you're talking to the girl, and you can tell he wants to talk, so he tries to get into your conversation. He's like, ah, like that. He starts <laughs> laughing, and you're like, oh shit, this is weird. Or you start talking to a girl, and you think you got a nice flow, and you start talking to your friend, and then another dude jumps in to talk to her, and then they're talking, and you're like, oh man, this sucks. Okay, Rob. So, oh, go ahead. I was going to ask two questions. One, how close are you to the next person when you're sitting at the table during Kinda, speed dating? It, it's almost about the the length of what we are. So we're about what two feet apart or yeah. three. It's you're sitting at usually like no, a no, table. I don't. I don't mean like away from the person that you're talking to. The next person, like oh, the one so like, oh, okay. you're like so, at a long table. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes it would be about maybe two feet away or so. You're pretty close to some of them, but you don't hear any because everybody's talking. Right, so right. you don't really hear anything that anybody's saying. You're so focused in on just trying to concentrate on what the person's saying. Right. So. Yeah. I don't remember my second question. So was that? I oh. said I don't remember my second question. Yeah, and then the other thing is the singles events are kind of cool, where it's just everybody's single, but it's like going to a bar or a club, you know. Okay, so Rob and I have been out of the dating scene for a very, very long time, yeah. over a decade. Yeah. <laughs> well, you must be proud of yourselves. No, 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 no. That's not what we're trying to say. But would you be willing, kind of as research for our podcast oh, project, God. at your next speed dating event, use questions that Rob and I come up with? All right, as long as it's not um, <laughs> what? What's your? That's what your mother said last night. <laughs> My mother's dead, you idiot. That's why she wasn't saying. <laughs> well, it's not like that. Why? What kind of questions would you? I don't know. Like, what? What question? I guess it's weird because it's not necessarily the question you would say to a girl on a speed dating. But what question would you want Matt to ask Did to you, a girl? This sounds like very impractical, jokers-ish. You know, the way you're asking this. No, no, I'm just no, saying... because like, otherwise we would have you, like, bugged during the whole speed dating Yeah, you process. have to say what we're that saying. That would be hysterical. Like, we're more of just, like, throwing ideas out there to get you past this, like, what job do you do and do you like movies? Right. Yeah, but it's like I get into good conversations No, no, I'm with not people, saying but... that you're not doing a good no, job. I'm just... just saying to change it up and also to humor us. Like, Right. Yeah, I know. It's more for the humor you guys, that's why. No, I mean, it'll humor Because the us slick because... shit is when you can find something really specific and you zone in on it and you hone in on it just like like a beam like a homing missile man do you get their names just like their first name okay one one uh speed dating thing the the comic-con one he was doing it where you get numbers they didn't give us names they gave us numbers (laughs) (laughs) so wait there's potential that you can see a girl that you like you can see them from afar and you're like oh i really want to talk to this one and then you're like basically the next five i don't care about i just want that one well, yeah, I mean, pretty if you're much just like you look, can be yeah. thinking about if, yeah. it. Yeah. So like, do, you ever, do you ever tank some of them because you're like, hey, I need to get to girl number four? What? Wait, what? Like, do you, so you have a certain amount of mental energy you could commit to this event, mm-hmm. right? 
and you see a couple of row, a couple of seats over, like an attractive girl seems interesting, seems like someone you want to talk to, mm-hmm. and you see the girls before her, and there's nothing wrong with them, but you just think like oh, I don't, you know, I'm more interested in girl number four than I am in number three. Yeah, I guess I mean I, you just like I mean in the do you go through the motions with them until you get to the the person who interests it's you? It's kind of well. The thing is, I mean, there have been people I've met who I thought I wanted to talk to, and it turns out that they're actually the people I go through the motions with, and they're people I didn't think I was gonna really get along with and then we had some of the best conversations for three minutes but the thing is, is that minute. so the whole Wait, thing did, did you just say three minutes oh my god <laughs> really so imagine Rosie and Jamal like attacks <laughs> <laughs> we got three minutes and we're out here. we got oh they should totally do they use that ever at the speed dating thing no they don't that would be fucking. That's the if we did a speed dating. Oh, yeah. yeah, I know. That's we should set up a speed dating event for who? For you. What are you just it's gonna just, ask people it's just to date you? Matt? And then there's like thirty. <laughs> just girls. Go, yeah, every girl just comes up to me and talks to me for three minutes. Yeah, well, the, like, good thing, the the bootleg bachelor. See, the good thing is Matt isn't the type of guy who would ask us for prior information about the girls right. and then specifically ask questions regarding it, like, right? You know, what? Yeah, it's like what types of shows in. I'm like, oh, they're into CSI. And then when he meets them, he's like, you know, you, you strike me as someone who's into CSI. It's a good thing you so would it's never... like I have ESP. Yeah, it was a good thing you would never do something like that, even though you have. I know I never did that. No, you totally did. No, that was like once I just mentioned something, but why wouldn't that be... It's like a little specific to, well, to know somebody... Know, you know someone likes a, a particular show, and then out of like the cold, thin air, you're just like... Oh, you strike me as someone who likes this very I never did show. that. You did it once. No, wait, who? I'm not going to say their name on the podcast. Well, but what was the situation? What was the show? CSI. <laughs> I don't even remember that. Seriously. This was many moons ago. Man, many moons ago. So what questions could we have Matt ask a girl? I would just start off me or the guy to the right. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Just go right off the bat. See what happens. They all go right. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) Just go when you swipe left or right. (laughs) Based on this. This is a realistic Tinder. Oh, yeah. That's actually kind of interesting. And then you know what you do? You do the the Kino Escalade, right? So you're like, can I borrow your hand for a second? (laughs) You hold their hand, then you're like, oh, I'd swipe left or right. And you kind of go with it and you make it a little playful. And then they pull out the pepper spray. Yeah. Hey. Give you a story talking about the next Enough of the, 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 the Kino Escalade, right? What's that? Enough of the Kino Escalade. Well, you can neg them. Oh, God, stop using that. <laughs> shit. I, I feel like I need to take a like, douche chills from that. <laughs> what? Maybe so. you could ask them if you could put your finger in their belly button. <laughs> <laughs> That's not my finger. That ain't my <laughs> Oh, it's not my belly button. That's not my finger either. <laughs> That's an old joke. Little dog, little joke. A little classic. <laughs> I keyed, I keyed. <laughs> I keyed, I joke it with you. What's your favorite old joke that we ever had? That we ever had? A group Just... of us, yeah. If you think about it, the years of different stupid phrases and jokes we've used. Like, favorite remember when we had a whole joke. summer that we call each other Marks and Smart Marks? I don't know if that was a good one. No. <laughs> it was pretty annoying. Yeah, that was. <laughs> It was sin, or everything was a sin. That, Not, was, that I, was annoying. Too. I just liked when we had our 
little uh, things that we found super hysterical. I was telling Mike today that uh, years and years ago, Rob and I watched uh, what was that, what was that movie Dead Alive? Remember the, the zombie oh, movie? Yeah. That the remember I just came over one random <laughs> Wednesday. Yeah. And we just watched it. And it was fucking hysterical because it has like an old zombie baby that they start punching and kicking around. They have the priest that knows kung fu. Yeah. And it for some reason we just watched it. it was like the bloodiest movie we both ever seen. And we're just like, oh, we should do this every weekend or every month, and we never did. This. <laughs> well, we never did. It. First... We never saw each other again. Yeah. I think the the very first time we hung out, me and you, man, was when we were watching End of Days. Was, yeah. it, was that what it was? Like, for absolutely no reason? Like no, were... Matt, what, just the two of you? Yeah. Oh okay. oh, okay. Yeah, see, I don't remember that too much, but I sort of remember End of Days, like, yeah. watching it with you. I still remember the first time the three of us ever hung out, and it was like the... We did so much in, like, three hours, we ended up watching Terminator 2 for some reason. But that was, like, the end, right? Because you kept rewinding it, yeah. it when he shoots uh, the, ter- the T-1000, like, a thousand times. Yeah, yeah. You thought that was hysterical? So we did that. We watched some of Ghostbusters 2. Yeah, Ghostbusters 2, I remember. We watched the movie theater episode of Married with Children. <laughs> yeah. We listened to the fuck documentary online. Yeah. And we listened to um, the uh, the Arnold prank uh, phone calls on Opie and Anthony. That was hysterical, yeah. That was fun times, man. I remember the first time I... One of the first times that me and you just hung out. I think you were out or something like that. Or no, you might have left already by then. Um, when I had the GameCube. And we played Resident Evil the remake. Yeah. We, I was halfway through that game, and I just came over early or something. And the entire it was a Sunday too, so it was kind of depressing because you know the next day, you know Sundays are always depressing because you either got work or school the next yeah. day. And we played the entire. We must have been like five or six hours. We yeah. just sat there, and we were like, "Oh man, we gotta play games like this all the time." And we never did that again. <laughs> <laughs> no, we actually have, which was yeah. kind of cool. Like a, Asura's Wrath, that was one of my favorite yeah. times. Those two Saturdays that we just it hung out. It was two or three. It was two. two we okay. kicked that. We played that thing in two sittings, it's man. It's so but... jarring because I've started it. I think I'm on episode five. Yeah. And it's just a lot of screaming. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like two, maybe a minute and a half, two minutes of combat. <laughs> and all of a sudden the episode's <laughs> over. And then you get the little triangle button you have to hit at a certain time. Yeah, it's so... <laughs> I sat there and played for a half hour. I'm like, how am I on episode four? <laughs> I just like that you're part of the gods or the generals or whatever. It's basically a freaking Dragon Ball Z episode, but just with, you know, the Hindu gods or whatever. <laughs> Shut up! Shut up, Isaac! <laughs> that was freaking great. You gotta play the end, though. When you see what you have to fight at the end, it's oh the most God. ridiculous. Like, that is the best. I would totally do, like, DMT or, you know, mushrooms with that game. Not that I do any DMT? drugs, I don't. But I'm saying, if, hypothetically, I could. What's DMT? Oh, DMT is like a, they call it the spirit molecule. It's like a drug that it, we all have it inside of us. <laughs> but the thing is that... If you take like a concentrated amount, it only lasts. Are you licking yourself? <laughs> I was like a cat. DMT. <laughs> I like that you licked the back of your hand for the DMT. No, but it's um, if you take a, a concentrated amount of it, for it's only lasts like ten minutes. But it's the most intense ride. Like you start, people say they see like other dimensions and stuff like that. That's how, how intense do you take it is. It? I forgot if it's like just like a little pill. Like they find, and you can get it through grass. Like people actually figured out how to like get it out of grass. Did you shit. just take it out of people's bodies? Like dead you bodies? sort of could, because since you already have some, it's just it's kind of connecting with it. It's almost like adrenaline in that yeah. way, you know. 
And the thing is, it, but it gives you the most intense 10 minutes of your entire life. So, so it's like, like your whole movie turns into crank. Yeah. And, so imagine playing crank. Azura's Wrath on that. Like, that would just, your head would fucking explode. Did I ever tell you guys about the time with Ambien, when I took Ambien? No. Oh, man, so... I like how everyone has a weird Ambien story. Oh, yeah, who has the weird Ambien? Well, we have a, a family friend who took Ambien and uh, ended up, like, eating all the, the Girl Scout cook, uh, cookie ice cream in front of somebody. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, a husband-wife, and the uh. wife had a friend over. And the husband ended up taking a couple of Ambien and going to sleep. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, like, he ended up waking up, and he was being super obnoxious to his wife and her friend and making them super uncomfortable. And then (laughs) he grabbed, like, a whole, like, like, canister of fucking Girl Scout cookie ice cream, ate the whole thing, and had no recollection of ever (laughs) doing that. Wow. Like, his wife was like, why'd you eat all the Samoa ice cream? He's like, I didn't even know we had any. Wow, that's crazy. What happened when you were on Ambien? Yeah. Oh, man, when I was on Ambien, holy shit. Well, the first thing is that I got, because, well, just a quick backstory is that I was going to Alaska, and I'm freaked out by planes. So I was like, I need something to take. I need drugs to get on the plane. So I, when I went to the and doctor... this isn't to make light of your situation, but you were on edge about this for a good half year. Yeah, no, seriously, I was. Like, even to the point where you're like, you know, any of my games or comics, if you want them, you know, you're <laughs> Yeah, no, I was totally after. like that. I was like, yeah. that's why I wanted to do... You know, you went podcast in August, right? or write. Yeah, I went in August. So this was about February or March that I found out about it. And Rob, remember to remind me to tell you what happened in May for his birthday. This right. is how like on edge he was. Oh my! With Iron Man three. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. Go ahead, so go ahead. so anyway, so I'm like, oh man, I need to take some. So I decide I got Xanax from the doctor, and she's like, just take a little bit, see how you feel on it. So one day at work, you know, I took one. And I was like, oh, it's fine, right? And then I decided to, like, up the, the dosage just because, you know, see, I think I took, like, one and a half. And I felt like I was all lightheaded. I was like, oh, man, this is freaking amazing, dude. But it wasn't – I felt like it wasn't going to do it for the trip. So I got Ambien then. And then with Ambien – Ambien's basically, like, 40 times the dosage of Xanax. That's what it is because it knocks you out, basically. You know, it's for sleeping. Yeah. So I figured, oh, well, I'll take this. I'll just fall asleep on the, you know, the plane. So – you know, they say to try it out before you, you know, before you do anything. So there was a Saturday night. I wasn't doing anything. I was watching on Netflix. They had that show Cosmos about, mm-hmm. you know, about the universe or whatever, but the old one. So I'm sitting there. And I'm like, you know what? Let me just try this stuff. And I'm, you know, typing on my computer, my laptop. I'm like, all right, I'll try one. So I had one. I'm sitting there. All of a sudden, and now I had the Cosmos pause, right? And it's like. You see uh, Carl Sagan like holding up like a little like a little like star system in his hand, right? Yeah. It becomes three D. I'm like, oh, three <laughs> D. And I look down at my computer, and all the keys are melting, like <laughs> like seriously melting. I look up, and you know the movie um, What Dreams May Come yeah. with uh, Rob Williams, where he's in that painting. Everything everything turned into a painting, and everything was just melting off, right? I was like, holy shit. Next thing I remember, I woke up like face down on my bed the next morning. I don't remember anything else. Were you clothed? Yeah, I was clothed, but I was like, whoa, that was insane. So when the plane came, now this was really freaking stupid what I did on the plane. So I took, so we're going on the plane to Seattle, right? I get on the plane and 
I'm like, you know, I'm freaking super nervous. And, you know, the plane's going to take off in a half hour. So I said, all right, let me take the Xanax. So I take like three Xanax, right? Freaking half hours going by, feel nothing. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I'm not going to be able to do – like, I'm trying to do breathing techniques and all this. The cutest girl on the planet sits right across – because I was in the aisle seat. Yeah. sits right across me from the aisle seat, right? And I'm like, oh, man, this sucks. And I decided to take the Ambien, right? So I took – this so is the this worst – number four, right? What's that? This, this is, is number four. This is the dumbest thing. Like, do not do so this. You did, you know? you, you, this is your fourth Ambien? This, no, yeah. this is my third. I took three Xanax, and this is my oh, one first okay. Ambien. Now, and Ambien has how much? Like you said, it Ambien's whole... super powerful. Like you shouldn't take anything else well, with Ambien. You said Ambien, it's like how? You know? Like one Ambien. It's like, like forty Xanax, right? Jesus so Christ! I take the Ambien, right? And all of a sudden, I'm like punch happy, right? And I'm looking at the girl, and all of a sudden, I just like I basically like go blah, and I pass <laughs> out, right? <laughs> Oh, All of a sudden, I wake up three hours later, right? We're still on the runway. Clo- we haven't been taken off yet, <laughs> Wear right? Wear your clothes on. <laughs> my clothes are on. I wake up, and my uncle's tapping me. He's like, oh, Matt, here's a sandwich, right? Because he, he actually, since they delayed the flight so much, they didn't even leave the um, the gate. So he went out and got sandwiches for us. So he gave it to me. I just drop it on the floor, and I just, like, I fall asleep like that. I'm out, right? I wake up, we're over, you know, the the Rockies, right? Yeah. And this is when, I, you know, I felt like I'm still, like, nervous, but I felt better because I'm like, all right, well, I'm already in this. And there was about 45 minutes left of the flight. So I'm freaking, you know, when you just wake up and you have no idea what's going on? Yeah. Like, imagine that, you know? <laughs> and I find the sandwich on the thing, you know, it was wrapped, and I start eating it. And I'm like, oh, man. And then we finally land, and I didn't talk to the girl, and my cousin who's 16 who's 17, was sitting next to a girl his age, and he actually got her number because he was up the whole time talking to her. Yeah, well, you were fucking drugged up with a sandwich yeah. at your feet. <laughs> yeah, I, thank God I didn't say anything to this girl. Or maybe I did. Yeah, That's I was going to say, like, the image in my head was you just, like, staring at her, pawing at her, like, <laughs> drooling. Like a zombie. <laughs> I say, like, oh, we'll check this out. And she's like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, oh, this is my wallet. I want to show you. You try to get out, and you realize you're handcuffed to the seat. <laughs> Homeland Security. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that. And then when I came back, what I did was that I did the same thing. I took three uh, Xanax, like about 45 minutes before the flight, and nothing's happening again. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm going to have to take another Ambien. So I take the Ambien. I get on the plane, but, like, we take off. Like, I'm not even kidding you. I got on the plane, right? This creeped me the hell out, right? I got on the plane. I, you know, I took the Ambien. I passed out the entire flight. Like, I don't remember the flight, right? I remember, I sort of remember getting off the flight and getting our bags, right? Sort of, right? I don't remember anything else. And the next morning, I'm at my aunt and uncle's house in, like, the, in the spare room. I was like, oh, my God, I don't remember shit. I don't remember the drive back to their place and stuff. I'm like, holy crap, man. So you're basically a drug addict. Yeah, the two times I did that. <laughs> We took like 440 Xanax. <laughs> oh, so this this will tell you the level of psychosis that we're dealing with. You might want to scoot away from him on the couch. In May, as far as I can go, <laughs> for his birthday, we took him to see Iron Man three. Yeah. So I call him to say, "Hey, you ready? Like, we're we're gonna be driving up to get you." And then he's like, "You know, man, like, I don't even know if I really want to fucking see this movie." Okay. So I was like, "Oh, okay." And he's like, "Yeah, like maybe we could go to like a fucking batting cage or something." like a batting cage he's like yeah i just want to be outside get a little sun get a little fresh air 
we're just going to sit in a movie theater. We're not going to learn anything new about our lives. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and it's like, well, we all said, hey, do you want to go to the movies? And Matt's like, yeah, I want to see Iron Man 3. So yeah. we all bought our tickets. So I'm like, dude, like, had I known this, we wouldn't have arranged Yeah, but I mean, that was more of a st- on-the-moment thing. That's yeah, yeah, why. yeah. Yeah, in that moment, he's like, no, well, I kind of want to do something else. And I was yeah. like, oh, okay. And I'm like, just so you know, it's like kind of shitty. Like, we're all like, we all think this well, is going to be something yeah. that you're going to enjoy. Relax, I'm going to defend you in a second. <laughs> So now I feel super awkward because I'm like, fuck, like, eight of us are now taking this kid out yeah. to something he doesn't even really want to do. So I end up calling him back and saying, like, hey, like, you know, are you, like, do you maybe want to cancel? He's like, nah, man, I do want to see. It's just that, like, you know, this whole plane ride thing has me really messed up. <laughs> Mind you, it's May. Yeah. <laughs> and you're not going on this plane ride until August. Dude, right. I counted down the days to that thing. I was getting weird, man. Like, I would go to the yoga class. You know, it's, like, supposed to be a relaxation yoga. And I was like, oh, shit, I can't relax. Like, I need to do, you know, yoga on the plane or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, that, that got pretty intense with that stuff, man. Well, you're a better person after this trip, so you're making us feel a little bit... Yeah, but once I got there, I completely forgot about the the plane. Like I didn't think about the one the return trip. I was just like, oh well, I can just drug myself the hell out. I'll be fine. We weren't worried about you. We figured you'd be okay, but it did concern us that you basically left a living will with us. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Yeah, there was no contract, so we didn't know what was what. And and that was fun too because we did the Alaskan cruise and I. Did the uh, I went to the mushers camp, so the woofies, uh, the little doggies, they pulled us on this cart. That's how they train. And then uh, I saw I went kayaking to like these little things called Eagle Islands, and I saw like eagles swoop down and stuff. And yeah, I don't know, that was just really cool. What was with all the seagulls in the parking lot today? Yeah, it was a lot of seagulls in the park, but there was one seagull to a car. Yeah, they were <laughs> they were just sitting on the top of every car. Yeah, that was strange, man. That was some like surveillance shit like they were scouting like they're coming man just like those dogs and this new movie <laughs> that we're gonna animals, go see they're a well-organized army white god with the dog the dogs that make an uprising like france or something <laughs> i like to see one like says you know viva la freedom but it's a paw in the air instead of there's like 50 paws in the air instead of hands it's like dog bones is like the <laughs> it's the flag yeah That's enough bullshit for today. If you want to hear more nonsense, check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Masters of Nonsense and on Twitter at Nonsense Masters. Gentlemen, it's been real. It's been good. But it wasn't real good.